Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Can you believe it's already Friday? Friday. I feel like this week just flew by. Anyways, let's hop into this devotional. Yes, you guys, it's going to be a good one. It is titled Making Each Day Count, and we are still in the book of Ecclesiastes. We are in chapter 6, verse 12, and it says, In the few days of our meaningless lives, who knows how our days can be best spent? Well, (laughs) that was depressing. (laughs) It gets more encouraging. Uh, Our lives are like a shadow. Who can tell what will happen on this earth after we are gone? The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I have blessed you with a new day. I know it's hard not to worry about the future, but I want you to live each day to the fullest. You can't add a single day to your life by worrying. I hold the future in my hands. I want you to embrace what's in front of you, and I want you to be thankful for this day. If you don't discipline your mind and purpose your heart to live each day as it comes, you will waste your days living for what may never happen. Live each day with me in mind. Love your Heavenly Father. The reflection says, we can spend all of our days worrying about the life we think we need, or we can live out today as if it's our last and make it count for eternity. Living for tomorrow is like chasing the wind. We'll never catch it. But this is the day that the Lord has made for us. The treasure of truth says, live each day as if it's your last. So do you care if I just share a quick short story? Go for it. I don't want to bore our audience, so I'm going to try to summarize this as quickly as possible, but just like (laughs) buckle up, and I hope this is encouraging to you all. But um, So Tolkien, who wrote Lord of the Rings, also wrote a series of short stories, and one of those short stories is is called Leaf, L-E-A-F, Leaf by Niggle, N-I-G-G-L-E. I'm going to sum it up super quick. So I'm so sorry if I sound like I'm, I'm rushing in this, but I don't want to take up too much time on this. But basically, Niggle was the name of this artist, and he felt this huge calling on his life where he needs to paint this glorious and magnificent tree. Mm-hmm. And it was a grand vision, and he saw it, and he wanted to do it. And so he would paint a little bit, and he would erase it. It wasn't good enough. And he would paint a leaf, and it wasn't good enough. He would delete it, or he would he would erase it. Mm-hmm. And then his wife would call him for help, and he would have to leave the he would have to leave the painting and then he would come back and he would draw some of the roots and they weren't good enough and he would get rid of some of those and he finally painted a leaf that he was really proud of which is cool Mm -hmm. but then he had to go help his neighbors or something he got pulled away and then eventually he got to this point where he was getting a lot older and he realized he was not gonna finish this painting this grand calling on his life to create something that was just gonna be deeply impactful to the um, his eternity with God, right? Mm-hmm. Or, it, you know, it actually doesn't say God in the story, but into the ever after. Mm-hmm. And so um, he eventually passes without finishing his painting and he's on this train from where he is to whatever's next. And then he's just reminiscing on his life. His life is flashing before his eyes and he looks out the window of this train and he sees the tree. He sees the tree in all of its majesty and all of its glory and all of its perfection. Then in that moment, it hit him. He was never meant to paint the entire tree. 
He was just meant to paint the leaf. Mm-hmm. He was meant to be a part of something much bigger than him and just play his his role in it. Yeah. And all the while, he was living in fear that he wasn't doing enough. Yeah. He was living in anxiety that he wasn't going to complete this thing on his mind. And he was living in fear. Mm-hmm. And in actuality, he ended up completing the thing that he was supposed to complete, but he yeah. was miserable his entire life doing it. Right. So I just want to encourage you all to not put too much pressure on the things that you think that you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we may end up not letting each day count because we're right. too focused on doing something that we actually weren't meant to do in the first place. Yeah. And something I loved about that story that you were saying is he got called away to help his wife or he got pulled away to do something for his neighbor. And that was also probably part of his calling. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think that, like you said, there is this huge pressure that we feel to do something huge for the kingdom and make this massive impact. And we have to have this following and have to have this platform. We have to be speaking on stages and writing books and doing all of these things to make our life count. And I think that sometimes we get it so twisted because I think God is looking down. If, if we're loving our family, if we are loving our neighbor, maybe that's the call. Maybe that's the big thing in God's eyes. And um, maybe we just need to shift our perspective. Yeah. And there's a little metaphor I use for that, which is like, you know, you can do your best to be a great solo act or you can be a part of God's orchestra. So good. You know, when you see how many violins there are and how many percussionists Mm -hmm. or how many trumpets and all these different things. And you're just like, wow, each person plays a role in something much bigger than them. Yeah. And we have a chance to do that, too, when we live right where we are Mm -hmm. and we love God right where we are. It's good. Do you want to go and pray on out, babe? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, thanks for reminding us that this life is not a solo act, Lord. We are part of a huge group project to further your kingdom, God. So I just pray that we have discernment and we have wisdom for what role we're supposed to play, that we have um, this excitement to love our neighbors, to love our family, to have a servant's heart, God. I pray that your Holy Spirit just... Um, is so evident on our lives that we truly are able to walk in the fruits of the spirit, God, that we have joy overflowing, that we have peace despite our circumstances, God, that we know your truth, that we have wisdom, God, that we're able to speak boldly. Um, Lord, our mission should be when we meet you, on that day that you look at us and you say, good and faithful servant, well done, God. So I pray that every morning that we wake up and we're devoting ourselves to you, Lord, that you would meet us each day, God, that you would open opportunities and doors uh, for us to love and serve like you would. Um, God, we thank you, and we're going to open up the floor for our listeners to pray, and Chad and I are going to be praying in agreement with them. The promise still stands, great is your faithfulness, faithfulness. I'm still in your hands, this is my confidence, you've never failed. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness, faithfulness. 
I'm sitting in your hands This is my confidence You've never failed me yet Amen, God. Amen. Amen. Well, we hope you guys have a great Friday and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.